Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. I think we have to change our intro from movies that no that they love but nobody else does to movies that we don't even love. <laughs> Thanks to um, Carly. Tony's excellent pick of Jason X. But this week we have a different pick. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. I have more thriller. Each of us Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have a feeling we should start over. It's too late. Oh, we're too deep? Oh, okay. We're too deep. I have action and adventure. So we take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies in anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these movies a second chance, except Jason X. (laughs) (laughs) And High Fidelity. No, not High Fidelity. Um, What what Dreams May Come. What Dreams May Come. Yeah, nobody should give that a chance. I enjoyed Jason X more than what Yeah, Yeah, I have a choice between those two again. I'm going to go with Jason X. <laughs> yeah, true that. <laughs> and then I'm going to play the Jason XXX drinking game. Ouch. Ooh. Yeah. That would make it more fun. Or pin the, pin the nipple on the girl's boobies. <laughs> pin the nipple on the girl, yeah. If she's Android boobs, that's going to be hard. Well, so hey, what are we doing today? Today on the podcast... Is Carly's pick... The Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> He's like uh, Doc Holiday. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. Oh goodness, <clears throat> goodness. Okay, so the holiday came out December eighth, two thousand six. It is about two women who dis- two ex- blah, blah, blah. I lost my mind. My mind. Mm-hmm. Two women who exchange houses over the Christmas holiday in order to get a new lease on life as they recover from romantic disappointments. You know, I want to try that switch houses thing. Do they do that? I think so. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure that's Well, the website that they went to mm-hmm. is a real website. Oh, wow. It's a real thing, or it was, in 2006. Okay. I've heard a lot about Airbnb, but I haven't heard yeah. a whole lot about home exchanges. Like, it'd be pretty cool to do. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, having you somebody come. stay in your house. Yeah, well, I think the caveat is, well, you're staying there, so. Yeah. yeah. You just have to hope you don't come home to a giant mess and your identity stolen. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who did it. <laughs> True. All right. So, this movie has a 47% to mama meter store. What is the matter with don't me? Don't worry. it all out. It's going to be a long episode. No, we won't. <laughs> Carly's in charge of editing. So. <laughs> but it has an 80% audience score. The critics oh, hated oh, it, but but the audience seems to like it. Although I'm not gonna lie to you, when I was looking through the Rotten Tomatoes um, reviews, mm-hmm. it wasn't easy to find the five star ones for an 80 percent score. You would expect there to be quite a few. That's more. because they're just not writing reviews. They're like, no, I like this. Yeah, that's probably true. Has a 6.9 on IMDb. Yeah, you, the 80 percent are not very vocal. Perhaps mm. they're the silent majority. Yep. So it had an estimated budget of $85 million and it grossed $63,250,000. So I'm pretty sure that the um, movie company there, whoever made it, I don't know who made it, MGM, whatever, they could care less whether 80% liked it or not because nobody went and <laughs> saw it. I think $20 I million think, dollars uh, is a lot. <laughs> I think that was just in the U.S., but it was the number I kept finding the most. But I found like, a couple numbers like that said in the UK this much in the well, US. Well, movies this like much. this don't do well overseas. Usually, yeah. those um, the action adventure stuff because this is very actually. I would have thought it would have done really good in the UK. 
it probably would do good in the UK, but that's not a you know that's not gonna move the needle like China would. No, yeah. nothing. Moves. That's why they keep making Transformer movies because those are huge over there. I know. Who knows why? We just don't understand the communist mind. <laughs> well, we also placate them because in a lot of those movies, if you watch them, <clears throat> the Chinese always tend to save the day, mm-hmm. or they they tend to do something heroic or something, and you're just like whatever. I mean, it's a billion people. That's yeah, it's a nice size market. <laughs> Yeah. They're going to give a couple shekels if you, you know what I mean. <laughs> I know. Mm. But this kind of movie, probably not so much. Perhaps not. All right. So I have some reviews. I have three. Oh, oh well, wow. well, 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 the format's always two. I but. know, but I couldn't p- pick between two bad reviews that I liked. Ooh, no, <laughs> this will be fun. We're going to pick right. which one's the good one. <laughs> okay, which is the best bad remo- review? Mm-hmm. The surprises would be surprises only if this like oh wait sorry only if this is like your fourth movie ever. <laughs> that was Richard Roper from the Chicago Sun Times. That's a bad one. And then like her namesake Myers has quite a way with B O L O G N. That one's better. That one's pretty. That good. one's better. That one's I'm like sorry it. Richard Roper but but I like both of those. And then most of the good <laughs> reviews that I found were very similar to this one. It was okay. It's my favorite movie to watch <clears throat> in December. Or I watch it every year in December. Like, a lot of people watch this movie at Christmas because it's a Christmas movie. Oh, it's not my favorite I Christmas movie. I don't think it's a Christmas movie, and I watch it all the time. <laughs> no, it's a wintertime movie. I guess it's, it's set very, at Christmas. There's very little Christmas. There's more Christmas in Die Hard than there is in The Holiday. Let's be Ooh. serious. But my favorite Christmas movie, Luth Weapon. Gremlins. Mm, also a quality pick. Holiday Inn. That's not a Christmas movie. Yes, it is. No, no. It is a holiday movie. Because Holiday it's Inn is about... a Christmas movie. No, Holiday Inn with Bing Crosby is about different holidays. The climax is all about Christmas. Thanks for noticing. I've seen it. And it's my favorite Christmas movie. You can't tell me otherwise. So... <laughs> Whoa. Wow. That's right. You might want to wipe your face. <laughs> we'll pin over your drink. We'll pin a rose on your ass. All right. So, it was written and directed by Nancy Myers. Never heard of her. uh, She also wrote Something's Gotta Give, Father of the Brides Part 1 and 2. Oh, I like those. And she wrote and directed The Intern, and she directed What Women Want. And there were were some other things, too. That was pretty... I like that movie. I don't know that that movie holds up. Probably not. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I bet it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll check that out. We're not going to watch that. Probably. (laughs) We own it. We might. I doubt it. We have a whole bunch of stuff in the oh, one, watch it one more time and get rid of it pile. I haven't watched any of those. We watched one. Moving on. You've only watched one from that whole pile? She yes, and we did it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, so there our four main stars. Everybody knows who they are. Cameron Diaz. Yep. Who we Charles saw in Angels. Charlie's Angels. Yep. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Kate Winslet. From Titanic, yep. Yep. Jude Law. Never heard of him. <laughs> this was right after the year of Jude. When he was in like 15 things? Yeah, that was 2004 and this is in 2006. Uh-huh. And Jack Black returning to the podcast. Barry Jive and the Uptown Five. Honestly, didn't write stuff down for any other people. But yeah. we did have a couple people who also returning. Um, what's his name? Count Animar. Tail, mm-hmm. yep. And, and of course, um, the lady. The, the foxy lady. <laughs> the Shannon Sossaman. Yep, they were both. Uh, Lane's loves her. We have quite a few returners in this movie. 
But they're both from a knight's tale. <laughs> yeah. I was really waiting for Jeff to come in. Well, that makes <laughs> our two least favorite characters in a knight's tale are back. <laughs> also, as giant asshats. <laughs> Very true. Wow, yeah. So. Jasper and Maggie. We'll see if they can hold on to their top spots of shitheads. Yeah. As least favorite character? Or maybe at least least favorite tertiary character. Because, mm. you know, both would be very much yeah. so in the running. All right, so what would you think going in, Elaine? I love this movie. I was excited to watch it again. <laughs> Tony? I uh, never heard of this movie. Um, really? No. Wow. Are you sure you're not Carly? Yeah. He had heard of it because he was there when I bought it at the bookstore. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't paying attention. But that was about the extent of it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's giving me a little credit. Were you confusing this with The Last Holiday, the movie about Queen Latifah where she thinks she's dying? That's probably it. I'm a big Queen Latifah fan. Because that one, I also enjoy. <laughs> I like Beauty Show. For completely different <laughs> reasons. I haven't seen that. What about you, John? Oh, I hated this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What did you think going in? I thought I hated this movie. <laughs> I thought every time Elaine watched the movie, I'm like, this is so bad. It's not, though. But that's what I was thinking going in. Wait to see what I think of going out. <laughs> I have a it's feeling totally different. it's going to be It could same. be completely different. It could be completely different. You never know. <laughs> All right. So the movie begins. We see a couple kissing and pan out to see Jack Black, who is Miles, doing music for the scene. And we see his girlfriend leave to go out. And as she has a date with she's Ulrich. leaving, perhaps. <laughs> As she's leaving, we hear a voiceover. It's Iris, Kate Winslet, and she says, I found almost everything ever written about love to be true. Shakespeare said, journeys end in lovers' meeting. What an extraordinary thought. Personally, I've not experienced anything remotely close to that, but I am more than willing to believe Shakespeare had. I suppose I think about love more than anyone really should. I'm constantly amazed by its sheer power to alter and define our lives. It was Shakespeare who also said love is blind. Now that is something I know to be true. And uh, as she says that, we see Miles lovingly watching his girlfriend leave. And we get the little impression that something's not quite right. <laughs> Where is she we? going? Perhaps she does have a date with Sir She's Ulrich. going to see Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein. <laughs> <laughs> because she gave him a token. I didn't get the impression that something wasn't right. Oh, I did. I did. No, I got the impression that she was just going somewhere. She definitely doesn't care for him. You can, you can see it in her eyes. It's the windows to the soul, you see. Mm. And Shannon Sassman has no soul? Oh. Shannon, if you'd like to come on the podcast, you <laughs> soul, we'd love to have you. All right. Then the voiceover says, for some, quite an inexplicably love fades. And this is when we see Cameron Diaz, who is Amanda, in a car with... A man, and it looks like they're uncomfortable. Ethan. Ethan, yeah. Who I like from another movie, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, you saw a movie? Wow. God, now it's going to bother me. <laughs> I bet I can guess. Let me pull up the IMDb. Let's all do <laughs> show. I don't know. Anyway. Um, it says, for others, love is simply lost. And we see an old man getting into bed and looking at a picture. That's not any old man. No, it's Arthur. It's Arthur. Okay. But then, of course, love can also be found, even if just for the night. Hello. Now, we see Jude Law walking through the pub, flirting with a woman. And we switch back to, or we switch to, for the first time, Kate Winslet, who's Iris, at her desk. Seemingly working, but actually wrapping a gift. 
And she talks about how the worst kind of love is unrequited love. It's uh, to love and not have it be returned. Okay. Said. Oh, here we so go. We're going to play a game. Uh, gentleman in question is Edward Burns. Uh -huh. All right, now oh, here's the game. Elaine, you, you, you pick it. a movie yeah. and you see if that was it. And was the movie you also enjoyed him in She's the One? No, but no, that's the that's one Tony also starring Have you seen that? Yes, I love that, that movie. It's awesome. fantastic. Tony was like, you need to pick that. Yeah. Was it I love that movie. Saving Private Ryan? No. 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 That shouldn't even have been a pick. <laughs> okay. Do you well, have these, you met Carly? I have seen it's, that. His four most popular movies are Saving Private Ryan, She's the One, The Brothers um, McMullen, and that's a good Flight movie. of the yeah. Phoenix. No, that's not it. The Brothers so McMullen. Now I think it was a show. Great, yeah. He was... <laughs> Let's see. Don't worry. We, we, we you know, we've got the studio. Was all it that. Friends with Kids? <laughs> no. He was it Twenty Seven Dresses. It was Twenty Seven Dresses. He's her boss. He's barely in that. He's her boss. She's he barely him. in this. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> he was in it just enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do like Edward Burns though. I like him. Yeah. So I she, we could do. She's the one on the podcast. We should I love that movie? So she leaves her desk and goes out to the office <clears throat> holiday party, and. Uh, says that you are looking at a person who has uh, unrequited love. She's willingly loved that man. And we see Jasper. You mean Count Adamar. Yeah. <laughs> For over three miserable years. The absolute worst years of her life. Worst Christmases, worst birthdays, worst New Year's Eves. Um, they have... These years that I have been in love have been the darkest days of my life, all because I have been cursed by being in love with a man who do do, who does not and will not love me back. Who do not love her back. Yeah. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> they really are for me today, which is bad. Keep drinking. Okay. So, she loves him, but it turns out she is his side chick. Yep. She takes um, a co-worker she's a little friendly with, uh, I'm assuming, because... If it were a really good friend, I don't think we would need the exposition. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what exposition is for. To right. tell the, to catch us up, not yeah. so much them. I mean, I have a lot of co-workers that I'm friendly with, and perhaps would do that with. But if Elaine and I still work together, no words would be No, necessary. I feel like this is probably her pretty good friend, but we, as the audience, need the exposition. That's the whole point of exposition. Yeah. She Thanks. takes her drink, and they talk about, about, oh, crap, it's him. Are you still in love with him? Oh, no, no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the woman's like, I'm sorry, I really don't understand. Didn't you find him sleeping with somebody else? And she's like, yeah, but I see you together all the time. I know. <laughs> and she's like, you know, when you catch your guy shagging somebody else, you're not supposed to see him anymore. I love that word, shagging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really wish we would use that over here in this country. All right, Austin Powers. <laughs> Oh, behave. <laughs> Ew. Oh, man. And she's like, did he even ever say he loved you? And she says, yes, three, almost four times. And uh, she's like, I never realized how pathetic you are. And she's like, oh, I'm painfully aware of it. I'm Ouch. very aware. Which is a good line. That is not like, she, I, the best thing about Iris as a character, she knows she's sad and pathetic. Mm -hmm. She's not pretending she's sad and pathetic. She's like, she's not unaware of it. It's not a, like a character trait that we, the audience, know, but she seems, uh, you know, but she has no yeah. idea. She knows it, and it tries to change, and it never seems to work, which yeah. I like as a character trait. 
Mm. She knows her faults. Mm-hmm. She's like that classic character from uh, Jennifer's Body, Needy. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 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 wow. Right. It's a something bag. Nice callback. That was so good. So Iris's boss comes up and is like, hey, did you turn in your uh, paper or your column? And she's like, oh, crap, I need to go do that. So she goes back to work in the middle of the party. So what kind of procrastinator is she? I don't know. She was wrapping a present instead of doing her job. How long does she take to wrap a present? I mean, I'm not was, the best at it, it but shit. It was a little fancy. <laughs> I don't know if the bow was really necessary. Bows are always necessary. No, they're not. Bows are so completely unnecessary. First thing you do with a bow, you untie it and throw it away. Shit, I wish I had a stronger opinion on bows. I feel like <laughs> there's no I'm excuse the for... There's never. There's always time for quality wrapping. There's no excuse for... Not quality. You're wrapping. lucky if I wrap a present if it's for the right holiday with the paper. I will wrap a birthday present and Christmas paper, Christmas and Hanukkah. I don't care. It's just something to cover up the present. You're, you know what? In my day, we used to use the newspaper. Ooh. I know. My mom still. A good day was you'd get the funnies. My mom always wrapped presents in the funnies for us kids because and no other presents in newspaper just presents for kids in the funnies she still does that cuz she's a quality person okay. John in fact used the same gift bag for everything oh yeah and at one point we lost it and then we had to get a new gift bag oh yeah but every single time i enjoy wrapping my and when my kids believed in santa i did different paper for santa than for a grown-up. Well, that's just smart. My favorite gift bag ever I got from her sister. It was for Christmas, and it said, Happy Birthday, and then they wrote on the bottom, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Good recovery. Audra, still my favorite. Never top that. I like to rap, too. My dad told me how to rap. I'm more free. And I have had Christmases where I wrapped <laughs> yeah, the presents that people bought for me so that I could open them. <laughs> I worked... I did um, Easter Seals one year, which is the people that do gift wrapping at the mall for charity mm -hmm. when I was in Girl Scouts. And they teach you how to wrap and do fancy wrapping. And um, so now I'm a fancy That's wrapper. why she thinks mm -hmm. it's important, but it's not. <laughs> There's no, You know what? When your gifts are wrapped all fancy, they look a lot cooler, even if they're just socks and underwear. Although I don't wrap those, I put them in the stocking because yeah. that's where that goes. You know what I do? I concentrate on the quality of the gift, not the quality of the wrapping paper. Oh, uh, well, just imagine if you had a quality gift inside quality wrapping. <laughs> that's <laughs> what gift bags are for. Take it up a level. Take it up. Not like uh, Love Actually with the sprigs of holly, but. <laughs> no bloody holly. I'm just going to pop it in a box. I will not be yogurt. picking that movie. You said you wanted gift wrap. <laughs> you know what, Carly? I'm gonna buy you a Christmas present. Guess what you're getting? Oh Lord, I don't something want something with bloody holly. I have a cat who already tried to eat my jade plant. You're, you're gonna have cinnamon <laughs> sticks and all kinds of weird shit in the bag because you because you want them the next level. I ordered Carly's gift's Christmas gonna be crap present today. I don't so no, I'm getting something special. It, I'm going to something for me. And it's going to be a crap it's gift. It's going to be a bag <laughs> of all the shit that he uses in the movie. <laughs> You're going to put your hand in and be like, ah, what is that? Cinnamon sticks. and <laughs> There was some taffy in there. And a bunch of cellophane. Tony does not look happy about this. <laughs> Like I'd really rather you didn't. No, I don't know. I mean, that he's gonna go the other way. Like no, put me, this in there. Gift wrap is from John. No one cares about this. Back to the holiday. Wrapping <laughs> wrap. I don't really don't care about that. No. All right. So she goes in to finish her work, and Jasper comes in, and he says he's got her something for Christmas. Something she's gonna look hot in, and she's like, "Oh, I have your present right here. You're not gonna look hot in it." 
Although and she might still think he looked hot with it. But he backpedals <laughs> real fast. Like, oh, I don't have your gift with me. I left it in the car. Like, he didn't buy her a fucking no, he present. Didn't. He's an asshole. He is an asshole. So, what did she get him? It's a, a book. Fir- it's the first edition of a book. What book? I don't know. Oh. The greatest book ever. I, I looked Harry in the Potter trivia. Two. I did not see it. You know, but. in my mind, it's, um, uh, what's the name of uh, the book there? The Nice Tale. <laughs> <laughs> the Canterbury Tales. Canterbury Tales, yeah. Um, it was the Canterbury Tales. That was, was it Tales of Cholera or whatever? What's that? Love in the Time of Cholera. <laughs> <laughs> it's my If it was Love heart. in the Time of Cholera, I would just fucking leave. Like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> you know, we have had very few repeat characters yet on the podcast because we're still in our first year. But it's really funny that one of the repeat characters was the book Love yeah. and the Time of Cholera. Three times. It just wow. keeps coming back. Keeps coming back like herpes. <laughs> so while they're talking, her boss calls everyone's attention. As soon as they walk out the office door, she thinks that they're walking together. But he immediately, right on the other side of her door, goes off the other way and starts talking to other people. And she kind of looks like, where did he go? He's gone. <laughs> but her boss is like, hey, hey, I just want everybody for a minute. And he says, this is going to affect Iris. Iris, where are you? This she, was so fucked up. She yeah. writes the wedding scoop. Announcement. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we have a brand new scoop for you. Newly announced wedding. Just happened right now or today. And he's like, what is her name? Jennifer? Oh, Sarah. Sarah Alcott. And no time Jasper. And there goes her world just crumbles yeah. down. <laughs> Everybody knew that they were dating at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was common. Everybody yeah. knows that she's still obsessed with them. Everybody so knows that So why would you one... call her out in no, front of everybody? No, yes. everybody doesn't know that they're still obsessed. Mm-hmm. At three years ago, they dated. <laughs> okay, and great. And they broke up and he's dated Sarah. But you don't say, hey, your ex-boyfriend's getting married. Ha ha ha, your life sucks. It's been three years <laughs> and they've stayed friends so so it shouldn't be a problem. It's a problem. Ideally. It's a problem. But, for, but how would they know? They've stayed friends. They're obviously friends. So it shouldn't be a problem. I think she tries to keep the fact that she's still in love with him from people. Mm. But she very, she tries very hard to hold it together while she remains at the party for approximately 35 no. more try seconds. doesn't try that hard. It's obvious. It's I, want, obvious. I just want to go ahead and acknowledge the fine acting in this scene here because she's got the welling of the eyes. <laughs> How did she do that? That's a great skill. I can't. Do I that. don't know. Maybe she pulled one of her Didn't legs out. <laughs> I don't know, but I still, I'm still kind of mad at her because there was room for Jack on the door. There definitely was. <laughs> and she let that fucker die. Well, actually, Jack would have lived longer in the water than she would have outside in the air. So Jack let her die. Shouldn't have been the. Uh, it should have been the other way around. All right, don't start science to shit on me. Okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Never I didn't know you were a flat earther. Ooh. Couldn't un- un- handle science. Ooh. She blinded me with science. She did. <laughs> she you with technology. All right, so she leaves. She manages not to burst into tears until she gets home. And good on her for that. <clears throat> yeah. Way to go, Kate. She walks in the door, though, and immediately the whales begin. She has lost it. And now we're in L.A. <laughs> Has it been four minutes? <laughs> it's Some than four. of the cuts in this movie take quite a while. You're like, oh, oh, we're, we're back there. Two hundred forty year cuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's four hundred fifty. Four hundred fifty. Yeah. Sorry, that was quite a jump. Yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> so, uh, Ethan wakes up on the couch and goes to talk to her. And as soon as he opens the door, she throws things at him. Why does she do that? 
Okay, I understand you're mad at him. He may have um, been unfaithful. Don't assault the man. Get your shit. Get your shit. Get your fish. Get your weird fish and get out. Okay. Get your fruit. Your dehydrated fruit. Get it. Like Chandler, you know. But he said... I knew what you... And Eddie, the crazy roommate. I knew where you were going. And uh, he says he didn't sleep with her. But how come the receptionist needed to work until 3 a.m.? She just wanted to hang out. Everybody was working. And uh, he's like, look, we've been having problems for a long time. And she's like, I know we have problems, but that doesn't mean it's okay to sleep with somebody else. And anyway, they she kicks him out. She's collecting some of his things. She puts him in his arms. She kicks him out. And then what does she do? He continues to yell. She goes upstairs, and she they... <clears throat> Continue the fight with her upstairs on the balcony and him in the driveway. Very this scene has John's favorite tertiary character, the gardener. The gardener. Oh yeah, the gardener is funny. Say, hey, Seuss. I think it's hey, Seuss. Probably. Yeah, because when he's like, "Did you sleep with her?" You look at the gardener and he shake his head. Like, mm, no, 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 you say no, no you say no. I'm no. no. not to you die, brother. I'm not to you die. And when he finally admits that, you know what? Yes, yes, I slept with her. Uh, the gardener's like, "Do you like, feel oh. better now?" <laughs> he says, "Are you happy now?" And oh. the gardener's like, "So then she disappears." Yeah. No, she hits him. And no. she, she disappears from the patio. Oh, yeah, she comes downstairs. Comes downstairs, and she comes out and says, Did you say, am I happy now? <laughs> and uh, he's like, that's not what I meant. Blah, 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 blah. And they, they continue to argue. And he's like, when you're not so angry, you're going to realize that it's not all my fault. And she's like, oh, yes, sure. <laughs> and then she turns around and walks away and comes back and hits him. So Twice. Twice. I want to just say, for, for the record... That I'm against domestic violence, mm. and I don't appreciate it in movies. That's a brave <laughs> stance. So, I don't care who's doing the striking. It's it's wrong. I if you put me to a vote, I vote no. <laughs> and if she lived here in the great Commonwealth of Virginia, she would go to jail. I also it's been a while, a couple years since I've seen this movie, and uh, I think it's really <laughs> fucked up. That it's been a couple years since I've hit anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. No, I know. Um, I was like, that's wow, that's, that's, that was my fault. <laughs> Um, hey, Tyler gave you that black eye. Don't you tell them tales. Yeah. Um, I also was upset by how terrible Amanda's character is. Because mm -hmm. she should not have hit him. You don't get to hit somebody. It's not okay when women hit men just because they have a vagina. It's not okay. It's upsetting. And I don't like it as a character trait. Let me ask you, Carly. Mm -hmm. If she hit him twice, does he have the, the right to hit her back? He's only defending himself at that point. Probably. I personally don't care. I mean, I don't think it's okay for people to punch each mm -hmm. other in the face, but mm -hmm. if he had hit her, would it, would you have said, I don't care? I don't know. Would you have been probably, I, No, I probably would have. You would have been, been upset. Yeah. This is the double standard. Tony, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, hit, right. hit women. <laughs> Never get possible. I, remember what I Tony said. You're going to hit a woman, make sure you're in your car. No, obviously. <laughs> obviously, don't hit women. No. Yeah, I've but been, I've been hit by women. I mean, but if she hits you twice, I mean, how long do you sit there and you just take it? I mean, she punched him in the face. And like he, she well, hit him. I would call the cops. Which she probably doesn't know how to punch, so it's probably like he's like he said it probably wasn't that big of a deal, but still, it's fucked up. You know, <laughs> you don't sit there and just take it. Like he fell down, so she clearly knows how to punch because she hit him twice and he went down. He's a big dude, so she knows how to punch. Mm -hmm. Well, the first one he 
didn't look like it hurt. That <laughs> the first like, really? like, really surprised me. I've been hit one. There was a girl once when I was in high school. She Carly saw her boyfriend kissing me, Top and I group. didn't know he had a girlfriend. Oops. She she yelled at me a bunch, and she hit me twice, and I just stood there. It was like an out of body experience. She was little, and and I'm looking at her like, is this like? It was like I was this watching happening? it from the yard. Like, is this really a thing? And then I was like. Okay, and I just walked to my car and drove home. <laughs> but it was so bizarre. I was like, "This is really happening." I can't believe it. It, it, <laughs> like it, it went too fast. You didn't know what to do. If you were to tell a girl fight story, I need it to be more I've interesting. I've never. It's gotta be Jello. Tops come off. Oh, something. that's no. never happened to me. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been but, girls. It's whatever. Have you, it's not whatever. It's not okay. Have you seen? He's just not that into you. Yes. yes. Okay. I really like that movie. <laughs> do that when, movie. When Stop. Do that movie. I can't. I've looked. I wanted to do it. It's not underappreciated. It doesn't, it doesn't always stop us. <laughs> when she gets all mad and she drops that mirror and then yeah. she goes and gets the broom and sweeps it up, like that's me. I, yeah. <laughs> that's me. And there's only been one time in my life where I ever was like that overwhelmed to the point where I picked something up and I said, "If you." don't take this from me i'm gonna throw it <laughs> and I, it was a similar situation I like that. It's a great movie. but uh, i probably would have had i thrown the plates just immediately gone and picked them and cleaned them up what if he was smoking <laughs> <laughs> that's from he's not that into you anyway, moving on wow. anyway anyway moving on now that we've covered the domestic violence portion wait <laughs> that's not the worst thing she does in this movie no it's not that's it's why not. I bring, that's why i made a big deal right here because there's a lot more later on Carly oh. has no idea why it's so wrong, and we're going to school her. She's never going to be able goodness. to look at this um, movie again the same way. Oh, Lord. I, I think I'm okay. <laughs> she's, she's racking her brain right now trying to figure it out. Don't worry, it'll come. So she goes back in the house, and she kind of wigs out a little bit. And then um, her assistant is there, and she's like, hey, are you all right? Ben needs you. And who's Ben? Her other Sean. assistant. Krasinski yep. from the office. And yes, she goes to work in her cutting room that's at the house. She's got a really cool job. Yeah, she does. I want that job. Although it's like, I, I love the trailer man voice. It's so fantastic. In a world, <laughs> in a, in a world where a man is a dumbass. But she can't <laughs> <for> escape. <no> <laughs> Pretty good. So anyway, they do go over the finalization of a trailer. And for it's a movie that stars James Franco and Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> that movie <laughs> looks terrible. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch it. And there, she's like, all it right, so we're done. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And she's like, I think we should take a few weeks off. And they kind of look at her like, she's making a joke. Yeah, like she's got three heads. What the hell? <laughs> and she's like, no, I need a break. And they're like, but this is our busiest time of the year. She's like, no, it'll be fine. And they're like, oh... If you don't understand, the plot demands Who are you and what have you done with our boss? <laughs> well, she cut 72 uh, trailers in the last year, so that's a lot. No, she didn't mm -hmm. get paid by commission, I guess. She probably gets paid by trailer. Mm. I don't know. She's making the big bucks, though. We know that. It's a nice house. Mm -hmm. I want her pool. <laughs> I want her uh, blinds. Oh, yeah. When, when the blackout shades went down, those. Tony was like... Is that a thing? Can we do that? <laughs> John was also very much in love with that. And that is a thing. You can do that. That's awesome. I'll talk to you later offline about it, but yeah, fine. So she goes on a little bit of a rant about how uh, stressed out women look haggard, and she's going to go on vacation. And then she goes to her computer, 
and she's Googling vacation spots. But before she hits enter, she tries to cry. Which is my least favorite thing about her character, this whole weird crying thing. <laughs> mm. But she can't cry. Apparently she hasn't cried in a very long time, and she can't make herself do it at all. Not since she's 15. Yeah. So she tries to cry, and it doesn't work. So then she resumes her search. And she sees a thing for Bora Bora. That's not going to work. She doesn't want to go there by herself. So what about this home exchange thing? Well, first she looks kind of... She doesn't know it's a home exchange when she first looks at it because she's like, I yeah, want to like rent your rentals. house. Yeah, house rentals. Mm. It's but, a nice little uh, cottage in, in merry old England. And she sends a message to Iris, who is wailing at home after the party and trying to make herself some tea. And then she sticks her head in the gas. She's <laughs> trying to kill herself? I guess. And then she went, what am I doing? Her phone, yeah, her uh, computer chirps, and she's like, "Oh crap!" And low point, low point. But like you said, she knows. <laughs> she knows she's a little pathetic. <laughs> but uh, somebody wants to rent her house, and she's like, "Well, it's an exchange. So if you rent mine, I rent yours." And I imagine that it's just free. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine ours is getting screwed here. No, I'm being sarcastic. Amanda's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now I did read a thing that said home values there and here for what Iris has in England is like a million dollars. It is not. Yeah. <laughs> it's about a million pounds. Um, million pounds? It, like if you moved to England and you wanted to buy that house which they built for the movie so it doesn't actually exist. Um, about a million pounds. A million pounds is like two million dollars. Mm -hmm. So which I'm sure Amanda's house is like 20 million wow. at least. Which funny yes. no, 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 no. It's in LA in an old Hollywood neighborhood. It's got a pool. It depends what the neighborhood is. Because they have like big swings for houses. You take the same exact size house and you put it on a different street and it goes up like fifteen times. I think that where More Amanda million, lives for sure. it's probably twenty million. Could be. But, I don't know. But they said it was a lot of people watch the movie and they think that um, it's like she had to go seriously down, but it's Iris isn't poor. This is a no, very, Iris isn't a, poor at all. This is a <laughs> this is an I expensive just, cottage. You and Elaine would like it because it looked like a Thomas Kincaid painting. Yeah, I would totally <laughs> goes, be all Is that real? Do you have a puzzle of that? <laughs> <laughs> when when Amanda gets there and looks at the bathtub and says that would be interesting, I was like, oh, man, that tub! It's fantastic. <laughs> I know. My mother has a tub like that. You didn't use Your it. mother's tub is not as deep as that. Yeah, that's that, a deep tub. That tub probably comes almost up to my boobs standing next to it. And Elaine it's is six foot deep two. It's a deep-ass pub. Six foot two. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it was a deep-ass pub. I heard you. <laughs> All right, continue with that. Stop pointing so your pen at me. She's like, where are you? I'm in L.A. Um, do you think we could do this? Two weeks. When can we do it? Tomorrow? Sure. You down for tomorrow? I'm down for tomorrow. Are there men in your town? No. She writes All right. zero. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and guess what? She lied. Mm. Well, I'm sure Iris wasn't really thinking about her brother. <laughs> but still, there are men in every town. I never considered my brother a man. <laughs> Sorry about that, Garf. Like, I don't have no. a brother. <laughs> it's like, if I'm thinking available men, I'm never You're thinking. You're thinking you about You never that. know with, you know what? There's my one, brother. it's my brother. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't Who doesn't live in the town anyway? No, my brother's not live here. Nor, I'm pretty <clears throat> sure my brother is not, I'm pretty sure oh, his relationship status is, it's complicated. 
I'm pretty and sure that the family the discussion of your brother's not warranted. And besides, that's Carly's thing. Stop hitting in oh, her action. She doesn't oh. have a brother. Only, I have a brother. Only Carly gets to talk about her family on the podcast. I have a brother. Nobody wants to hear about him. You He's married. Yes. <laughs> Whenever Tony drops hints about his family, it's very interesting because we don't know anything about them. He never talks about him. I'm sure Carly knows, but... Yeah. He's married. He has a bunch of kids. We see Tony like twice a week, every week, <laughs> and we have no idea about his family. And I just found out he has a brother. <laughs> Thought I was your brother, man. Oh, hey. I, I think he's closer from, to from me than he is his brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So. <laughs> oh, next, yeah. Let's talk about this, this movie next now. Next, we cut to the planes. Iris gets out on the plane. She's in the middle seat of the middle row. And it looks like a hot guy's going to sit next to her, but nope, nope, nope. His girlfriend comes up and says, that's not our room. I'm and pretty I, sure that was his wife. Whatever. And I like how Lady. the girl gave a look to her like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then two older ladies come and sit on either side of her. She's like, honey, I think that's your seat right there. All right, I hope my smoking doesn't get to keep you up all night. That's not what happened. <laughs> no, but that was That's the scene fun. that I saw. <laughs> if it was Patty and Selma from The Simpsons... <laughs> It was not. She has a couple books and a couple newspapers, and I think she's going to try to... If I were her, I'd have some headphones, whether I was listening to anything or not. Don't talk to me, ladies. <laughs> but uh, her phone goes off, and it's Jasper. I heard you're going on vacation. First time in four years. Where can I reach you? And she's like... Fuck off. Yeah. The it's whole not point. Her, it's, <laughs> it's not her phone. It's her Blackberry, which is real fun. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't, I don't even know if they have those anymore. Um, I'm her. I had a BlackBerry tablet so. when Tony and I first met. The BlackBerry and the Palm Pilot are really something that just was real big for about five well, no, years. Blackberry and had cell phones now. for a while. I think mm-hmm. BlackBerry cell phones are popular because they don't have phones. They don't have uh, cameras, and hmm. you can take them on the base. Like if you work on the base, it could be. I think a friend of mine has one of those. It's the only people I know that has a BlackBerry. I think he does. <laughs> Because otherwise you can't bring your camera, you can't bring your phone on the base, like when you work on nuclear crap. I know they just still do make um, non-smartphone phones, and people there's a s- segment of people who prefer like phones the flippers, that can't flip phones. Yeah, mm-hmm. flip phone. that just yeah. want to be able to make phone calls with their phone. Yeah. No, my work phone's a flip phone. Is it? Yeah, if I break it, they're out like six bucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you still not take a phone with a camera in the courthouse? Well, you can't take a phone in the courthouse at all. Oh, really? Then I can't. can't remember. The only time I've been to the courthouse is for jury duty. They, <laughs> I tried to bring, I tried well, to lawyer, bring so. my... Yeah. Like, I, yeah, um, I tried to bring my tablet, my Nook, into the courthouse one time, and they wouldn't let me. I said, I, I can only, it's a Nook. It has no online capabilities. <laughs> it doesn't have a camera. It's literally a book. <laughs> and they wouldn't let me. And like I had an argument with this person. I'm like, it's not a fucking phone. It's not a it's And if you notice the sign on the front door says no electronic devices. Well they changed it at one point. Because it wasn't cause All right, so we're on the plane. <laughs> All right, whatever. So the kind of tangents people enjoy. I'm sure Ben yes, wants we're to hear 40 more minutes about in and we're still not opening credits. <laughs> No, we're not. We're, yes, we are. We're 40 minutes in. We, we are only minutes. on page one of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> not a good sign. All right, so now so, we see. Let's get the child England, she, shall we? She says, I know I need to fall out of love with you. I need you to give me some space. And then Amanda is in first class. 
laying down on a bed, it looks like. That's more than first class. With a hella stack of books on the table. Next to her, I hope she doesn't hit turbulence. John goes, <laughs> why does she need all those books? And I said, well, she said that she always reads reviews and buys books, and she never reads them, so she just brought them with her. And guess what? She didn't read them while she was there. No, she didn't read them. She's trying book. to go somewhere secluded and get away, so it makes sense. Every time I go on vacation, I bring books. Usually three, not twelve. <laughs> if I'm going to be gone for more than three hours, I bring a book. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Try to bring nooks into a courthouse. Now, now I'm going to bring to 7-Eleven, you brought a book. <laughs> Sometimes I bring my book to work and read it on my 15-minute breaks. I, lately, that's the book life. The way I've been reading, I would do that, too. I don't. I can't do that because my breaks, I'm driving. But if anyway. my work partner were reading the same book, then I might put it on so we could listen to it. <laughs> Books on tape. Yeah. So anyway, um, now they have switched, and Iris arrives in L.A., and she is happy as a clam. This is fantastic. It's beautiful. It's warm. She uh, She's pretty amazed. But I missed a part. Right when Amanda's falling asleep on the plane, she has her first trailer. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Starts she had it all. In her head. Now we'll learn what she doesn't have. The, man, the trailer man voice. So anyway... Back to Iris in L.A. Then um, we have Amanda arriving in England, and the driver drops her off a long, long ways from the cottage. She looks at a cemetery. This can't be it. It's not. It's down the road. <laughs> Can you get there? No, I can't get there. All right. There's no place to turn around. So then he says to her in the most nice way, piss off, <laughs> and drives away. Presumably, at some point, she learns where you can turn around because this is the only time that she has to walk. <laughs> also, at some point, she has a rental car and how did she it's fucking a get car. that? It's, uh, it's oh, Iris's it's car. Oh, they switch cars, too. When they're She's talking, driving she says, Amanda's house, car. cars, underwears, they change oh. everything. Underwears. I miss that. <laughs> that, that last part may not be true. <laughs> but she did say house, She cars. did say car. She's driving Iris's This car. isn't the holiday triple X. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie would probably be about well, better. <laughs> Holiday. The holla hey. Oh, <laughs> that was good, honey. That, that was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Amanda has to walk quite a ways. She doesn't know where to go. She asks somebody for directions, and the, even they're like, oh, it's a ways. <laughs> keep going. You're going the right way. Just keep going. She's wearing very impractical shoes. Oh, yes. They're very cute, but she didn't know very she's impractical. Walking. Yeah, but still, she's in England and it's snowing. You don't wear pumps in the snow. She probably should have worn, like, Sneakers if she's going to be traveling. She probably should have had cute boots. Uggs. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think she would be an Ugg Boots type. She you would think. be an Ugg Boots type. We do see her in some later on. But uh, at this point, yeah, she traveled there in the cute kitten heels. But anyway. Maybe she was looking for a man. She slips on the ice, catches herself on a branch, a bunch of snow falls on her head. I hate when that happens. John laughed out loud. Ha ha ha! user. It wasn't a fun. It wasn't that fake laugh, too. He had a real laugh. I know. We watched it at the same time. Oh, man. Karma's a bitch. <sighs> but when she gets to the couch, she still looks, she brightens up. Like, the whole walk there, she's like, oh, my God, I hate this so much. But when she sees it, she's like, oh, yay, I'm here. And uh, they, she goes inside, and we cut back to Iris, who is running around Amanda's house, marveling at 
how amazing it is. Uh-huh. I like how she runs into the workout room like, oh, that's great. Never going back in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about this room. But she's excited about the pool and everything. Like, that that scene would have been better if she'd have yeah. been like, walking in and went, oh, <laughs> <laughs> All the DVDs. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Shook her head no and walked away. That would have been great. Then finds like the wine cellar, but like, yeah! <laughs> now that is comedy. Meanwhile, Amanda is having some trouble at Iris's house trying to unpack. There's not enough closet space. Nope. I know. One jacket. <laughs> She's a cute dress. But she very efficiently unpacks everything <clears throat> in her suitcase and tucks the suitcase under the bed, which I was amazed it fit. Because that thing was big. It was. <laughs> and she's like, okay, now what? And that's when we see her get in the Mini Cooper. And she's like, I can do this. Drive on the wrong side of the road. Yikes. On the wrong side of the car. And I really love how she freaks out every time a car comes. <laughs> Have you ever driven on the wrong side of the no, road? No, but like I imagine... Wheel on the wrong side of the car? Sober. I imagine I would do the same thing. Dude, I've done it and that <laughs> shit that. is scary. That's <laughs> <laughs> not sober. Not sober. <laughs> but no, what really freaks you out is the steering wheel being on the wrong side of the Because being on the other side of the road, not that big of a deal. It's the steering wheel on the wrong side of the car that gets you. Because oh. your perception is off. Everything in your brain tells you you should be on that side of the car, so everything is predetermined to work fine. But whenever the steering wheel's on the wrong side of the car, it fucks y'all up. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I imagine I would re react exactly how she did. Freaking out. And then she parks after she almost hits some people and some cars and says, I need a drink. And a truck. And she goes in a store and is just drinking a bottle as she walks around yeah. the store. Which is funny. Like, hello. <laughs> I've seen shopping cookies before, uh -huh. where they got their shopping snacks, but yeah. I've never seen shopping drinking before. No. I haven't either. Well, this is England, so. And I like how the um, cashier's like, somebody's having a party, and she's like, yes, yep. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but she said she wanted to eat carbs without feeling bad about it. She loaded that cart with everything she hasn't eaten in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> she got two pounds of spaghetti. Yeah, she did. That's a lot. <laughs> that That's a lot of carbs. <laughs> for one person? Mm. Then again, she did make dinner for... Never mind, we'll get to that. <laughs> Alright, so she gets back to the house and she's bored. She's not the relaxing type. <laughs> she watches some TV, starts a fire, looks at Iris's books, wanders around, plays her I am impressed hair. she can start a fire. <laughs> I was, that was an awfully quick fire, too. Like, I was raised to start a fire. You get a fire starter of some sort. First <laughs> time I watched the it, it, the first time I watched it, I was very surprised there wasn't a scene of her not knowing how to light the stove. I'm sure that's a deleted scene. <laughs> and I was impressed she could start a fire. I was a little disappointed that the DVD that I have did not have deleted scenes. Aww, or a gag things. reel, that's the best it part. It had a commentary, and it had a making <clears throat> of, like, behind-the-scenes thing, but it did not have... If you own a scenes. DVD, there needs to be a gag reel. It's the best special feature. True. Write that down, Hollywood. True that. Tony fell asleep, and he's like, are, are you going to turn this off? I was like, I want to watch the special features. But I was so disappointed. <laughs> wow. I did that? not watch the commentary, because I don't have another two and a half what hours. <laughs> do they have it on Amazon Prime? No, they don't. The on, special uh, features? No. Yeah, on Vudu they do. When you, own, when you buy a movie, it puts the special features in there. That's because you own the movie. Yeah. So yeah, we have it digitally on Vudu. So it has the special features in there. So pop I in like the disc. that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. All right. So she uh, 
She puts a CD in and sings Mr. Brightside from The Killers at the top of her lungs. Almost more like yelling than singing. <laughs> she's very well, into it and having a great time. That's a good song. It is for, a good song. For that one song. <laughs> she's reading and she plays with the dog a little. Like making faces at it. Has a staring contest. Yeah. And then she's like, I can't do this. And she goes and repacks her shit. She's leaving. Iris is swimming in her pool, decides to watch a movie. She pulls the movie out of the DVD case and sees... What movie was it? It was Punch, Bu- Punch Drunk Love. Very wow. good. Wow. Terrible movie. Yeah, that movie was crap. I've never seen it. I mean, we'll get to that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very underappreciated. But she sees all the machines and she, she goes, ooh. Like, I wouldn't know what to do with all that stuff either. I've yeah. accidentally turned on people's TVs in their houses and not been able to turn them off. <laughs> I went in someone's house and couldn't turn it up anymore. I had to ask their kid. <laughs> then I got blasted on by Facebook. But we'll get into that later. But uh, <laughs> one loved it when she babysat you. That's so funny. I forgot about that. That's the funniest shit ever. I have a customer who told me I could use their TV to play the music channel, but I couldn't figure out how to turn it up. So I just turned it off because you could not hear it. Well, we, I, we have to explain now. So Tony has house sit for us once. Sat. Yeah, that too. And he couldn't work the TV, so our daughter... It wasn't the TV, it was Netflix. <laughs> but, I, but your daughter did save the day. And he couldn't operate the TV, so my daughter had to come out and fix it. And then she sent us text message updates about it. And she put something on Facebook about babysitting old people. <laughs> it was very funny. It was very, very funny. I, too, used to clean houses and have had problems where you turn on a TV and you can't figure it out. I also used to clean a house that had automatic blinds. <laughs> huh. There's some stuff we come across that's just confusing. I would have been intimidated by that setup with her TV, too. But the phone rings, and it's the gate. Somebody's at the gate. She doesn't know how to open the gate. Why would she know how to open the gate? There's a binder. <laughs> She's flipping through a binder of information. I would do that. Have an info binder? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to rent your house Yeah, out. well... If you're doing the house swaps, I Which hate, is funny because you here. know that Amanda only had 24 hours to put together a binder, and it's probably the first thing she did. Probably. Mm-hmm. This is how you work all the shit in my house. Right. This is where everything is. I bet there was a page for that she DVD player. have just had a binder already. <laughs> also, you know, like, oh, hey, if you need gas or you're looking for snacks or some food, restaurant yeah. ideas, here's some things in the area. <laughs> you know, like you get at a hotel? I would do that. So she Next calls. Next time you house it for us, Tony. I'll take care of you. Oh, we'll make sure we include a page on how the remote works. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> she, uh, Plus is louder, minus is lower. She figures out how it to open it. It was Civil War. <laughs> was low on the thing. I turned it up to like 80, and I'm like, I don't want to go any higher, because if it works, then I want to blow their speakers out. Because he was using the wrong remote. No, it was because it was Civil War was really low on Netflix. Because the next movie we turned it on, blew your speakers out. Your speakers are broken, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? It's he hasn't noticed. Months, <laughs> we haven't noticed. You haven't put in Civil War? Oh, man. When we watch it, we watch the Blu-ray. Oh, well, there you go. On Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> Is Voodoo good? I've never used it. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Mm. All right, you can pay us for that, Voodoo. (laughs) This portion of the podcast brought to you by Voodoo. Get your digital movies and put them on Voodoo. All right, so she goes outside after she gets the gate to open, and the winds are blowing. And she meets Miles. And Maggie. And Maggie, yeah. (laughs) Sort of. Something gets in her eyelash, and Miles helps her get it out, and that's when Maggie gets out of the car. And he's, she's like, are we leaving? Like, I don't know who this chick is. 
And he says he works with Ethan and he needs to get Ethan's laptop. And she's like, look, I don't know you. I'm not giving you anything. But if you come back tomorrow... I am going to let you into her house. Let me confirm. And <laughs> yeah, let me talk to the assistant. She doesn't yeah. let him in the house the first No, but she time. lets him in the yard. Yeah. And, uh... And once I know for sure everything's on the up and up, then I'll give you the laptop. I don't give a shit. So, uh, she goes back in the house and goes to bed. But it's bright light outside, and this is where we see the cool shades. She just pushes the button right next to the bed, and they black out the whole room, and she is thrilled. Once Amanda has gone to sleep, there's a knock at the door, and it is pounding on the door. It's a man yelling at her to open the door, and he threatens to pee on the front doorstep. All right, you let me in, I'm going to piss on the front porch. <laughs> nice. I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have let him in. <laughs> I would have opened the door scary. to see. Like, go ahead. Well, she did. <laughs> but he didn't pee. But he's a handsome fellow on the porch, and she's kind of taking it back. Oh, a handsome fellow. You think so, do you? She does. Elaine does. <laughs> I said, you know what? Jude Law is dreamy. Because he is funny, he has. I didn't say he's the dreamiest. He cries. I didn't say I'm leaving you for Jude Law. (laughs) I said, you know what? She might. Jude Law's dreamy. Just in the matter of fact statement that you know what? I you don't often think about him, but he definitely fits in the dreamy category. Well, Mm -hmm. if you do, take your dog with you. My dog is better than your dog. Ooh. <laughs> Shots fired. Bang, bang. My right. dog's birthday. You have to be nice to him. What I no, said I about him when we were watching his it birthday is, is Monday. Jula Tomorrow. is pretty. Like, I don't think of him as, like, hot or sexy. No, he's, he's dreamy. He's, 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 he's nice to look at. Mm-hmm. He's nice to look at. Like a Picasso. <laughs> No. Not exactly. <laughs> That's right. If he was a Picasso, he'd have two heads. Picassos are really not nice to look at, and I don't understand why his art is so prized. But All let's right. continue on. Well, Pablo Picasso said that art is the ultimate um, version of fraud. I agree with that. But he was a domestic abuser. so. <laughs> you know who else is a domestic abuser? Amanda. All right. Back to her. <laughs> back, to our, back to our favorite domestic abuser. So she meets Graham, Iris' brother, and he says he regularly crashes on the couch when he gets drunk at the pub, so he won't drive drunk. And uh, and he's like, you think I can come in? <laughs> you think it's okay for me to sleep on the couch? Because I didn't know you were here. And <laughs> the answer to that should be no. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the other option? Send a man who's obviously highly intoxicated. ID? I don't know this dude. And I don't... He could be a rapist. Let me see your ID and let me make a call. Because this man's highly intoxicated. That Or I would call Iris. Oh, yeah. Is this your brother? Yeah, I probably would have called yeah, Iris. Yeah, you would have like, your last name. Hey, Warren. what's going on? <laughs> I'm going to need you two like forms of ID and a credit check. <laughs> you know look like to me? Dr. Watson? Um, Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. you said you, you know, never seen me. You know what he looked like to me? Alfie. <laughs> AI. <laughs> She goes to Alfie. Man's or, been like 47,000 movies. What's the, what, the name of the character he played in I Heart Huckabees? That's a weird-ass movie. I don't recall. I don't know. But she says he can stay, and he kisses her. And then... He apologizes. She kisses him. <laughs> a lot of kissing. And she does it again. There's four weird kisses. She says it's weird. Oh, that's right. Elaine's the kiss expert. <laughs> Maybe if she closes her eyes. Which... That was kiss number four. Yeah, why did it take her so long? <laughs> and then he kisses her eyeballs. <laughs> because that's sexy. 
Well, but he is real fucking drunk. What that means is he's trying to say, I'm not into this. You kiss women on the eyeballs, that's not sexy. He wants her to go away. I did tell John, please don't ever kiss me on the eyeballs. He wants her to go away. So what does oh, she goodness. do? She yeah, what says, does she do? Uh, she says, you know, I'm on vacation for 12 whole more hours. <laughs> and I haven't been on vacation ever, ever in my life. And I think we should sleep together. So she rapes him. And he's like, is this a trick question? <laughs> That's what you were talking about. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. She's sober. She's he's a rapist. very drunk. She raped him. <sighs> she raped him. Okay. He was not confident. If you turn that around the other consent. way, this man would get 30 years in prison. This is not a joke. We're serious. <clears throat> this is right. This is we don't so know not okay. <laughs> yeah, but this is so not okay. If someone is that intoxicated, you don't try to have sex with them. This is rape. And in fact, two days later, when she's drunk and they don't have it's sex. It's actually the next day. Yeah, it's the next day. <laughs> Whatever. She gets upset because she thinks they might have had sex when she was drunk. That's true. That's true. So now she's a domestic abuser and a rapist. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, where is she going to go from? Did she kill somebody at the end of the movie? <laughs> You've seen it. No. Run over a couple dogs? Does she? <laughs> I think she buries a couple puppies in, up to the neck in sand and runs them over the lawnmower. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. I think we know who their least favorite character is. <laughs> well, it's really hard to top that. I did write in my notes John calls rape, <laughs> Andy Lane agrees. It's kind of hard to top oh, rape. <laughs> okay. Moving on. So the next morning. Oh, by the way, if he's obnoxiously drunk, ladies, <laughs> that means no. All right. And if she's asleep, fellas, that also That's means coming. no. That's <laughs> coming. It like a good time to get that out of the way. I even wrote in my notes, cue John. Misa <laughs> um, thinks She does warn him that thing. she's terrible at sex. Yeah. But the next morning, she's trying to make coffee, and it's not working. He comes down and She's also it's because she plug didn't it plug it in. Now I will tell you, my ex mother in law lived in the country and she unplugged everything because they yeah. didn't get power surges. Mm. The first time I went to her house, I tried to put some in the toaster oven, and you know how it makes noise even though oh, the yeah, heating element. Mm -hmm. I stood there for like five minutes, opened it. My bread is not toasted, and they talked to me like I was stupid. I've never had to plug a toaster in before I well, used it in my life. <laughs> actually, you're supposed to unplug all your appliances like that because they use power even when they're off. I so know. you should unplug them and save yourself some cash <laughs> in this economy. Or you know, um, if you have a new appliance, it's not that much energy. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. They're in this economy, every dollar counts. Actually, the economy's so doing rather well. The economy's doing better now than it's been unplugged. in about eight years. So, <laughs> but they haven't raised the minimum wage, so people still make nothing. So anyway, well, that's a whole nother problem. This is and budget talk. She doesn't know that you right have to plug it in, <laughs> and I've been in that position before, and somebody. Had to show me to so <laughs> so um, wow I lost my spot coffee so. plug in awkward <laughs> he doesn't have yeah. on con he lost a contact last night apparently it was that good and he had to put on his glasses and, he lost uh, his contact what were they doing he lost his contacts so well she like kissed his eyes right so, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know some eye sucking I don't know. Oh. Ew. <laughs> So she tells Give him the machete. Got an eye job. that she's leaving at noon. He doesn't have to worry about ever talking to her again. This was very no strings attached. And uh, and he tries to tell her that really it's better for her if she doesn't try to talk to him. And she's like, I'm not going to try to talk she to you. She gives him the brush off. And then he was about to give her the brush off. So he's very confused about what he's supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> 
Are we talking about the rape victim? Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course he's confused. He was just a rape victim. <laughs> he, he does not seem bothered by that. He's confused. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? How many girls woke up the next day and said, well, I was drunk, so I guess that's no, just I'm what not. happened. <sighs> the rape, it's never the victim's fault, Carly. I'm not saying And if was. you say, look what he was wearing, I'm out of here. No. And I he was not. asking for it. I would not say that. However, what I'm saying is, He's not mentioning that at all, and he does not seem well, to think. What man wants to admit that he doesn't know this? Yeah. He didn't. He doesn't know how to handle this. This is something and, he wasn't mentally prepared for. And he says, "If you don't happen to leave, I'm having dinner at the pub tonight with my friends, and I would like to see you there." It will soften the blow for him being a rape victim. We'll come to him later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she goes to the airport, Should and have while called the police okay, and look, him. I agreed that that was rape, but we have to stop making jokes about it because it's not okay. <sighs> Yes, dear. So, Moving on. While they're looking at her suitcase, she has another trailer moment about how Amanda wasn't looking for love, but that doesn't mean it didn't find her. <laughs> and <laughs> I do love the voice of, uh, <laughs> yeah, of the, trailer the trailer guy. guy. Hmm. Iris wakes up, opens the shades, and turns on some music. This is Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet. And she is into it. She is. She's playing the pillow guitar? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, is that a thing? That's mm. not a thing I've ever done, but I have danced to music while I was laying in bed. Really? Yeah. Okay. If I turn it on when I first wake up like that, then it kind of helps. I don't want to listen to something that happy when I first wake up. I like to ease into my day. It depends on how refreshed I am, I guess, when I wake up. Did I get a good sleep? I have to wait. Did till the alarm I'm... go off, or did I just wake up? <laughs> I have to wait till the second cup of coffee before I'm ready for tunes I can sing to. Yeah. But uh... lately, it's been Guns N' Roses and Aretha Franklin. <laughs> so her phone rings, and she doesn't look at it before she answers it. It's Jasper, and then total tonal change. <laughs> he wants her. He needs her. He wants some help with some pages from his book. And he needs a book editor is what he needs. Yeah. And he asks her about, uh, has she worn the little red bikini that he remembers? And she's like, how do you remember that? And he says he remembers everything. And then she's like, I was just thinking about that time. And he blows her off. <laughs> <laughs> because it seems obvious from what he, his, uh, the way his sentence changes that his fiance just walked in the room or yeah. somebody walked in the room and he doesn't want to get caught talking to her. Mm -hmm. so Huge schmuck. He's got to go, and she had said she would read the pages, so he's going to send them to her. And then as soon as she gets off the phone, she puts the shades back down, and now she's and going she back to back. bed. Because now she's sad and depressed. So now we see Graham arrive at the pub, and he looks all over the place for Amanda, but he doesn't see her. He sits down with his friends, and then he sees her, and they both look happy to see each other. And they have, you know, a shared moment. Mm-hmm. So then we see Iris out driving, and she sees an old man walking—the old man she saw when she when Miles left the first day. With a walker. And uh, he looks confused, and his nurse lady is not with him. So she pulls over and asks him if he needs some help, and he says, "Do you know where I live?" And she says, "I think I do." He says, "Good, that makes one of us." <laughs> and she takes him home. She has to help him get out of the car and help him get in the house. And Arthur. Yep, Arthur. When she goes in his house, she sees all these awards. It's an Oscar. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, holy shit, who is this guy? <laughs> and, like, uh, oh my God, does this Mel Gibson? <laughs> and, 
And then she asks, she says, I know this is going to sound weird, but I don't know anybody and I want to go out to dinner tonight. Would you come with she me? She sees that he's all alone and mm -hmm. that he has dinner for one in a chair and he just looks lonely. And you know she's what? lonely and she's like, you know what, I can I can just be a good person here. And This was this really sweet. Dinner. What's sweet? This was so sweet. It was a little sad and That's very right. sweet. Mm -hmm. Contrast the other asshole. And she says, if you aren't busy. And he says, busy? Honey, I haven't been busy since 1978. And then they go out to dinner. And he tells her all about old Hollywood. And he's like, I don't understand why you're here with me when you should be out enjoying your life. He said, look at you, you're a beautiful young girl. Hmm? <laughs> he said she needs to stop acting like a best friend and be a leading lady. Yep. Mm, two types of women. And she's like, oh, you are right. You're better than therapy. I'm going to hang out with you. It's free, too. And I bet you're going to buy dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They don't even cover, but I bet he picked up the check because he's a classy fella. He he's old school. Fella. He picked up the check. Yeah. Then he's got a big-ass house. So he's probably got some money. <laughs> so Amanda stumbles down the stairs and is pretty mortified by how drunk she was the night before. And then she sees her bra, and she's like, oh, God. And Graham seems very amused by this. And he says, I didn't have anything to do with that. And she says, I know, but you were here. And he smiles and says, I was. <laughs> I know that you guys are not going to enjoy these scenes, but I like this scene. <laughs> it's, it's a French farce. And she wants to know if they had sex and is relieved that they didn't. And she's like, but I don't understand why and he and this is where I wrote Q John because he says call me old fashioned but one doesn't have sex with women who are unconscious you goddamn right and she says but why did you stay and he says because you asked me to Stockholm Syndrome I mean because <laughs> <laughs> you asked me to because he's a good person she's so, the devil his phone rings and it's a different girl than the last time when his phone rang when they were together. Uh -oh. And he goes outside and she says, Sophie, Olivia, Amanda, busy guy. He comes back in and he invites her out. He wants to get to know her better. Mm -hmm. So at lunch she interrogates him until he has to ask her to calm down. Because he feels like he's at a job interview. And then we do find out he's a book editor, which is pretty much my dream. <laughs> if I was a movie character, I would definitely want to be a book editor. I feel like he should have lemon lawed her during this date. He should have lemon lawed her after he got raped, but... <laughs> and called the police. Yeah, he should have called the boss. Twice, a dude should have called the police on this woman. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, so... her holiday should have been in the clink. <laughs> <laughs> she tells him that she owns her own company, and that surprises him. Because he knew she worked in that industry, but he didn't know she worked. She owned her own company, and she says usually it intimidates people. But since his mother is uh, a successful professional, then maybe it wouldn't intimidate him. He doesn't seem intimidated. He does seem impressed. Yeah, hmm. but not like oh, she's too powerful for me. Obviously, he's the woman, and she's the man. <laughs> as their characters are written, so he's the weeper. <laughs> she's, she's the person with the high-powered job that doesn't know how to love and can't cry. And he's the emotional single parent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You said it like it's not a masculine thing. I'm saying that the writers, the woman who wrote this movie, wrote him as the woman and her as the man. And the person who wrote this movie is clearly okay with... Never mind. Domestic abuse and we'll get Okay, so she says that her parents split up when she was 15 and it shocked her. She cried for a long time and then she said she had to toughen up and she hasn't cried since. 
And he says that he's a weeper. He cries all the time. Even a birthday card can get him crying. And then she relaxes, and they have we have this montage of them having a wonderful time together, which is very cute. <laughs> she tells him when he drops her off that he shouldn't come in because things are getting too complicated, and she's not into that. And he tells her that um, she won't have to worry about him drunkenly pounding on the door because he's off to work in the morning and back to being respectable. And then Miles is back. He rings the bell to uh, where Iris is at Amanda's house and says, here's this FedEx package that was on your porch. She opens it and says it's pages from a friend's book and she gives him notes. But she looks for a note to her. And there's one. It's his personal stationery. says Jasper blah blah. Blue. Jasper. Jasper <laughs> Adamar. And she turns it over to look for the personal note, and he didn't read there's a personal nothing. note. It's just a personalized piece of stationery with nothing on it's it. Not even thanks for your thoughts. Yeah, nothing. Well, or have it back by Tuesday. Yeah. Nothing. He is a count, so. <laughs> but he's never been on horse. She <laughs> invites Miles to her Hanukkah party. So okay, by the end of this, he'll be looking up at me from the flat of his back. And he says, Hanukkah? And she's like, well, Arthur knew I didn't know anybody. He invited some friends over. It turned into a Hanukkah party. It's he's, Hanukkah. He's like, I could spin a dreidel. <laughs> So uh, they... I think Adam Sandler should have been in this scene. <laughs> they're having a great time. And uh, the guys are giving Arthur a hard time about being a ladies' man. And he says he never was a ladies' man. He married young. And his friends all say it's because he had the most wonderful lady. What an ass on that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said what an ass? <laughs> he had a nice laugh. Laugh. But Her ass was nice too, though. <laughs> <laughs> He says she had real gumption. She was the lady he always wrote. They asked Miles about how he's a man about town, and he says he's a one woman at a time kind of guy. It was very sweet, because he obviously really cares about his Maggie. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, where is she? And she's on location in Santa Fe for ten days. And they say, well, her loss or is our is game. <laughs> we don't know that yet. She's <laughs> on location, all right. Yes, yeah, she is. She's on something. <laughs> so... Miles had a really penis fingers. So Miles had a really great time. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I want an audible high five. Yep. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he wants to come over and watch a movie with her sometime. Because uh, Arthur has given her a list of old movies that she has to watch. And when he leaves, he kisses her on the cheek. And then he talks about how good the food was, and he kisses her on the cheek again. And then he's like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have done that. Well, i got to give him a pass on this one. Let me tell you why. Because he gave her the friendly kiss on the cheek goodbye. And then they re-engaged in conversation. Once that was over, he's like, all right, bye. Did it again. I was like, oops. Because <laughs> And he admitted it right away. It's like, and he that lingered. Was, sorry, sorry. Didn't mean to linger that second time. <laughs> and he's like, you can tell that maybe he's feeling that there's something there. And he's like, shit, I got to get out of here. Is yeah. there something there? Or maybe he had just been having a little bit to drink. I think he had a little bit to drink. And he had a good time with a pretty lady. And he said, hey, maybe okay, I, I could like this lady. <laughs> no, but I really nope, love my lady. Nope. So it's time he to go. He wasn't thinking about that. Because when you're committed, you don't even think about it. Okay. That's well, It's good to know. That's 100%. That's right, Tony? Yes, sir. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the winds Let's are blowing yeah. pretty fiercely again, and she says, don't blow away. 
And now we see Amanda in that bathtub. She's not doing it right. <laughs> she's not doing it right? <laughs> no, she, she puts her feet, feet up, up on the outside of the tub. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you sink in. You sink in so that only your head is out, and yeah. even then, you can probably go up to your nose. Yeah, she did put she did put bubbles in, which yes. I appreciate. But you don't put your feet out because then you're, you're just gonna get, get cold. cold. <laughs> <laughs> See, the last the funniest thing is the last person to take a bath in this house. Was John? Oh, rule in ancient yeah. Egypt, were you? <laughs> Every time I it take a bath, glorious. he asks me. <laughs> he took an Epsom salt bath, and then the tub drain got clogged. I don't know what he did in there. Shaved my head. And then he tried to blame it on me and Gwendolyn and our hair going down the shower drain, which is not true because I got a tub shroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad all of our listeners yeah. know that. Well, it's a good idea. This part of the podcast is sponsor <laughs> sponsored by the tub shroom. They're fantastic. Order one on Amazon today. And use the hashtag. No, man. <laughs> you can't hashtag when you order stuff. Anyway. Amazon.com slash <laughs> See if it works. If it, it does. If it does. Send us a tweet. If it does. Because wow. holy shit. We're in trouble. So she, it won't cost you anything more on Amazon. <laughs> she's angry with herself because she feels like she was a jerk to Graham. And the trailer voice starts again and says that she pushed away every guy. It's not will she find love, but does she want to? She gets out of the tub in a huff, and next we see her driving to Graham's. It's quite a house. <laughs> I was it pretty impressed pretty. by that. Well, house. he's a, <laughs> apparently a well-off book editor. <laughs> so if her house is a million pounds, what the hell did that thing cost? Oh, I, Two million pounds? Well, he said he comes from money, and his family or family very successful. And yeah. So he's pretty well off. Gets his fancy new high-tech. <clears throat> well, I'm not guessing. He's Count Adamar. Well, whatever, but well, he's got this nice new house, house and she has this small little cottage thing. That must be a family house. Yeah. Well, they, they both have and some money, but he He was has. married, and she might have had good life insurance, and I right. mean, we That's don't really true. know. He does, ha he does have the life insurance. <laughs> and she's been single forever. So. Yeah, because he had to move from the house with his wife. That could have been like in their what, family when yeah. grandma died, they That's left true. the house to, yeah. Yeah. to Iris or great grandma or somebody. Maybe they have a title we don't know about. Maybe. It could yeah. be entitled property. That has to stay with the family. Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein. <laughs> so she kind of rambles about how maybe she could use a little complication in her life and apologizes for not inviting him in earlier and then realizes that he's not alone. Uh, well, and he buttons his shirt. <laughs> That's a I was having the fancy time kind of yeah. indicator. But and is it? Well, it's to make the audience have the wrong yeah. idea. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then well, a little like, girl pops up. Hello. My says, name's Sophia. Daddy, who's this? And then another little girl comes. And these are Sophie and Olivia. And then she makes the connection. Mm -hmm. He's a pedophile. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> What's wrong with Sorry. you? <laughs> no. Nobody. No. Nothing. No. no. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> not okay. The girls Bad. want to go eat a baby next, Dracula? I might. So, the girls... Yeah, that's not the worst thing. But I think eating the baby is probably the worst thing on the podcast. Uh, the girls want her Did to come in, and she's like, you better tell me right now. Are you married? Like... Yeah. <laughs> no, she and finds he's out... Like, divorced? He's so still, she spells it. She's still looking around the house for a wife <laughs> when she comes she in. She finds out he's a widower. 
Are you divorced? And she Two spells years divorced. ago, his wife no. died. And then he spells widower. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh. So they have hot cocoa, and his daughters make him do Mr. Napkin Head, and he's <laughs> pretty embarrassed. <laughs> no, because he knew that was like Spanish fly. Yeah. <laughs> so they invite her to see their tent. They think she's really pretty, and they like her perfume and her makeup, and it's nice to have a woman and He's slipping in the, the fives for saying all the stuff he pre-planned. <laughs> we never have adult ladies in yeah. the house, and she's like, her, she oh, it, Ask her if she's they want her to spend the tent stuff is so beautiful. She's like, <laughs> like so the in little love girls. With you can see that the little girls have just like their mom died and they're little and they never have adult ladies and the probably the only woman in their life is their grandma and Iris and just seeing this really the one girl says she looks like a Barbie. Yeah, like a Barbie. yeah. and it just was like, oh my god, it's so sweet and cute <laughs> and wonderful. You wouldn't. They're yeah, rather too if you weren't dead inside. With her. Ouch. <laughs> Guy takes a bath, he's dead inside? <laughs> <laughs> it's what clogged the drain. His soul went out. He, he lost his soul. It went down the drain and clogged that shit right up. Damn, you didn't have your feet hanging so. out, did you? Like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did. <laughs> <laughs> They want her to spend shit. the night, and she says, maybe another time. And, um... So they like having a grown-up who's a girl in the house. And after they go to bed, she's like, I don't understand why you didn't tell me about this. Especially since you invited me out to lunch so we could get to know one another. Like, this is a, this is a big thing. That's what he says, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, but that's why. <laughs> and you're right, but um, yeah. he should have came back with some solid evidence. Like, well, um, you rate me, so. <laughs> <laughs> Or, like, I thought you were leaving in a week and didn't think you'd find out about yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. And he says he doesn't really know how to date and be a single dad, so he keeps them separate. And he's also a little afraid that if he were to bring a woman in, uh, how their lives would all change. And he likes things as they are. Separate. So, mm -hmm. so Iris, very chipper, leaves the house. She grabs <clears> an orange <throat> off the tree, says hi to everybody she sees. It's like the 1950s over there. <laughs> she <laughs> goes to Arthur's house. And uh, it's still really windy. Though Santa Ana wins. <laughs> so uh, he says nine movies are opening that day. And he remembers when nine movies opened in a month. And this is supposed to be conducive to great work. Because if, if you don't do well on opening weekend, then you're dead. I don't know. That Transformers King Arthur movie was pretty jamming. That movie made a billion dollars worldwide. And it was awesomely bad. <laughs> and the studio gives a shit because they made a billion dollars. I know. They don't yeah. care. You don't need a plot when most of the people who watch it can't even That's speak right. English. It's just going to be dubbed anyways into nonsense. No one cares what the product is that's selling as long as it's selling. The person who makes Coke does not care if you like Coke as long as you buy Coke. The person who made who sells cocaine doesn't care if you like cocaine as long as you keep taking a bump. You know what I mean? Actually, <laughs> so they heard. do care if you like it because that means you buy more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keep buying it. And all that's all they, they care about. No, they'll give you the least amount that you'll still accept. That's right. Except when you get the popcorn. You get that big jug of popcorn and, and they give you so much, it's like a challenge. <laughs> you get a refill. And you get a free refill. Yeah. Well, that's because you aren't going to leave once the movie starts. So the challenge is, can I eat this while the trailers are still on so I can go and get trailers. that one? Yeah. Alright. It is 30 minutes of trailer. Yeah, so Arthur wants like to know trailers. if she's been watching the movies he recommended. 
<laughs> she does. <laughs> and she is loving these movies. But she gives him his mail and he throws a letter away. And she's like, that could be important. And he's like, it's not. It's not. They want me to go to this thing. But they want to honor me. He doesn't talk like that. No, That's the best I can do. But I enjoyed it. So uh, he says... Sal Bandini. Sal Bandini. Want to wrestle? They want to do a tribute to him. Oh, we're going to do that. When we and see. she's like, you should do that. It sounds awesome. And he's like, do I really want to go on stage with my walker looking like I'm 100 so 11 people can see me? And he's like, I'm not going. And she's like, but if you go, I'll be your date. And I'm sure we could exercise and make it so you can walk. And Time out. So, she has no idea when this is going to be. But she's like, I'm going to be here for another week. I'm going to get you in shape to where you haven't walked in, the, in like 20 years. But in I'll get week. you walking. And I'll be your date to this unknown event. Whenever she the just says, is. say, they want to do it soon. Mm -hmm. I think there might have been a date on the paper he got. But... I don't know. They never say, but yeah, I was a little. She promised a lot. I was a little like, how? How? Don't pull on that string. He's ninety. Like, he's lucky he's using a walker. <laughs> yeah. It, did they say ninety? I don't know. Um, well, she says he's about ninety years okay. old. Well, and he's in great shape then for ninety. Yeah. Good for him. But, way, uh, way to go, Arthur. Thank you. <laughs> if we've been paying more attention, we could have figured it out because he says what year he was started as the office boy, and that he was Seven, only seventeen. Yeah, he was seventeen. Yeah, we could. And that was a well, he was kicking in line. It was Casablanca. twenty something. Yeah, so it was a long time ago. He's yeah. he's pretty old. So uh, he says he's not going to go, but the next scene we see them exercising together in the pool. So, uh, and he falls get down. the impression that <laughs> she kind of talked him into it. He's like, "Oh, I slipped." So, uh, later on, she gets a phone call from Graham and excitedly tells him about the new guy in her life. He's really cute. She feels great when she's around him, which has never happened before. And he's about 90. And then uh, he says, she says, you should pop over and meet Amanda. And he says, well, I did that already. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yo, I know Amanda. <laughs> and then the call waiting goes off, and it's Amanda. Uh-oh. And then she says, oh, I'm talking to my brother. And then they do this very strange, she's the middleman, as they want to talk to each other. I like how she gets hip to it right away. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's you like, can you wanker. hold on? I cannot believe you slept with her. <gasps> he told you? <laughs> and then uh, she's like, I'm very sorry. Hold on. And then she yells some more and it's yeah. still a man. I can't believe yeah. it. As soon as he got that right into her knickers. Yeah. Still me. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Bullocks. Can I call you back? <laughs> call waiting again. Yeah. Can I call you back? And she's like, huh, hello. And it's Miles. And he's like, am I in trouble? And she's like. Did you sleep with my brother? <laughs> Not yet. And uh, he wants to know what she's up to because it's Christmas Eve. And he asks if she wants company at the video store and to watch a movie. And then he meets her at the video store and begins impersonating movie scores. All right, I got to say, this is this is cheating adjacent right here. You call up somebody and say, hey, let's go watch a movie together. Let's Netflix and chill before Netflix was a thing. <laughs> That's what he said. It is weird because it is Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's Christmas yeah. Eve. His girlfriend's on location. But okay, he would have had family, friends. Somebody's having a thing that he was invited to. But he wants to Netflix and chill. Maybe. Or Blockbuster and Chill for 2006. He wanted to Blockbuster and Fettuccine. <laughs> he wasn't necessarily thinking Blockbuster no, and Chill. he wants the Marvin Gaye and get it on. Oh, we don't know if he's being very jive here. Uh-huh. So I'm going to say know. this is 
cheating adjacent. Um, I would not be happy with know. my lady going I find out that interesting with another fella. Because earlier when he kissed her, you said he's committed to his girl, so he's not even thinking about that. Yeah. But now he's cheating adjacent. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for Thank you for pointing that out, Carly. Or maybe, so, maybe he. Thinks, I mean, I figure he thought she was alone and his I girlfriend's agree. out, and they. I, think, I agree that it is cheating adjacent. You damn right. But I'm also cool with it because I really. Like, I, I think he views their relationship as temporary, and he's he's trying to build a small just, relationship with Iris because this one's probably going to fall apart. She's an actress. She's pretty as hell, except for Elaine's beliefs. And, <laughs> and, uh, I don't think it's a conscious decision. I think it's subconsciously his girlfriend ignores him, so he's getting and attention from somewhere else. Nice and I do agree. Here's, here is the, the test. Would you be okay if your significant other was doing it? With Jack Black, sure. If you, <laughs> if you were going to Blockbuster with Iris? Mm -hmm. The virus? If I was going to Iris, we can hang out. Thank you. No. Oh, you wouldn't be okay with it? I just said it's cheating to Jason. That's I agree right. with you. Exactly. So, people out there, don't go to Blockbuster. <laughs> I think there's like one in Anchorage, Alaska. Don't go to it. <laughs> um, yeah. But, well, if you want to move in, you're in Alaska. It's well, no, okay, what you, you break it down into 2017 terms. So, what were they doing? Netflix and chill. Oh. Mm. But they Blockbuster I think, and Again, cheating. I think it's one of those things where he thinks the other relationship's going to end because it's obviously not well, working. Well, and he called that because. And so he's. While they're He's at the block, kicking around on this one girl, seeing what her deal is. He's embarrassing her by impersonating movie scores, and then he turns around and who does he see? Amanda. Not Amanda. Uh, the Maggie. Maggie. With Maggie. The dude, arms around a dude. With Ulrich von Lichtenstein. Ulrich. Yeah. <laughs> He's never been a horse. And she wasn't holding on to his lance. Whoa. Oh. Not right there. They were on a public street. <laughs> and, uh,. He runs out and confronts her, and then we cut back to them at Amanda's house. And he's see, no, sorry. I didn't get a chance to see the, the guy. What is the guy's reaction? Is the guy mad that she's with? Because no. if, the, if the guy's... Not that mean, I noticed. The guy no. should have been appalled, like, you have a what? And if he wasn't, dirtbag. He is a dirtbag, and he obviously knew about Miles. Mm -hmm. Because she lived with Miles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, just checking. They'd been together for five months, I think he said. Yeah. So there's no way this dude didn't know that he was the other woman. <laughs> He's like, you'll never work in this town again. And he didn't care. Yeah. But Miles says, why do I always fall for the bad girl? And Iris says, you didn't know she was a bad girl. And he says, I knew she wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> and then she tries to make him feel better. And she says, I'm going to make you some fettuccine. And then she says, I know you don't usually pe believe people when they say they know how you feel, but I know how you feel. And then she talks about her situation. And it's way worse than And it's his. way worse. And at, by the end, she's all depressed. And he goes, well, you need this more than I do. And now I'm going to make you some veggie. <laughs> she did succeed in cheering him up, though. Yeah, that, that did work. <laughs> Got him out of his funk. And she's like, this is me in a good place. <laughs> So he says that they're going to celebrate being young and being alive. They're going to get some champagne and hang out. And then uh, we right. have a montage. This is when Amanda's eating fettuccine with the dog. And Iris is watching old movies. And Iris and Miles are helping Arthur shop for his tribute outfit. I love a montage. 
And Amanda's walking and trying to cry. And Graham's in bed working while his daughters are asleep and wants to call Amanda but doesn't. And they're running on the beach together with the knee-high socks. (laughs) That was Rocky III. Amanda's packing again, and then Graham shows up at Iris's house. And then he lifts the rocks, and he's, like, twisting with his core. That was Rocky IV. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) And then they practically jump on each other. And then we cut to Miles' place, and he wants Iris to listen to the theme music he made for Arthur. And he made one for her, too, using only the good notes. And then it gets a little awkward. (laughs) <laughs> and then he starts to sing about how Iris lives by Arthur, and then they do, he's a doodly-doo, and a scroodly-doo, and a fruitly-doo. And, yeah, it was uh, hilarious. And they are enjoying themselves very much. And then back to Amanda and Graham, post-coital, I cannot speak, we're back to that. They had sex. They did, and they're wrong ways on the bed now. And they talk about how maybe they could do a long-distance relationship. And she says, I can't make a relationship work when we live in the same house. And he says, so this could be a good solution for you. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And she thinks that they're doomed. And they should maybe just, just keep the memories they have of the time they've had together. And move on with their lives because she lives in LA he lives in London that's really he says I have another option and he tells her he loves her (laughs) she does not know how to respond (laughs) and he says says, I think if the (laughs) the appropriate response doesn't immediately come to you then we should talk about something else (laughs) exactly someone says I love you you go thank you (laughs) alright so she tells them to shut up and then they have sex again. Mm-hmm. If you were in bed with the person that you had just fallen in love with, and you, and they're telling you that your relationship is doomed, and you're like, but I love you, and they're like, I think we should just pretend you didn't say that, would you then have sex with them? John, go. No. Tony, go. How hot is she? <laughs> it's too long. No, it's Cameron Diaz. He doesn't like Cameron like Diaz. <laughs> Carly, Come up no. with somebody better. <laughs> Shannon Sossaman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cameron Diaz, I think her best feature is her eyes. They're I very like pretty. She, looks like she does have very pretty eyes, eyes, but Tony and I are both not really into blondes. That girl needs a sandwich. John is, but I'm not. What, the blondes? Yeah. Not her. She needs a sandwich. <laughs> but anyway. Go. <laughs> <laughs> So back to Iris and Miles. They're eating at a restaurant and talking about Arthur and the movies he has they're watching. They're talking and laughing and his phone rings and it's Maggie. And she wants to see him. She misses him. So uh, Iris offers to pay the bill so he can leave and says, well, look, she came to her senses. And she says, good luck, but she doesn't look like she means it. (laughs) I feel like this is just Iris. She has all this experience. She's liking. She likes Miles. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got feelings for him, but she has so many times been with a man that she has feelings with that she has to stuff back down, and she just did it again for Miles this mm-hmm. time. <laughs> yep. So. And he's like, I, I'm bringing the music. I'll try to make it. I don't know how long this is going to take. And Iris just assumes that he's not going to show up. Right. Mm-hmm. So when he does show up, 
mean, if he shows up. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> so she gets home and Don't she worry, picks up not seen this. <laughs> Jasper's pages. And then he calls her and says he sent her a gift. Did she get it? And she looks around the house and there's no gift anywhere. And she opens the front door and there he is on the porch. <gasps> That's right. And he says he doesn't want to lose her. And she's confused and, and he's like... Come here, and then we cut to Miles and Maggie asking for his forgiveness, and then we cut to Graham sleeping and Amanda, who can't sleep, and then uh, we kind of see that not none of them are really in a great place right now. All of our characters are not having a great night, <laughs> or afternoon, or whatever time of day it is. So... Uh, Jasper wants to, he's like, maybe when you come back to London, we could slip off to Venice. And uh, and she's like, well, are you free to do that? And he says, well, I just traveled here. And she's like, but that doesn't really answer my question. Like, It's like, I just traveled halfway around the world to see you. She's very open about, I'm confused. I need you to use real words yes. and an explanation. Stop talking around things. Don't give engaged. me the impression. And she asked him flat out, are, are you or are you not getting married? And he's like, yes, I'm getting married, but I don't want to lose you. <laughs> so then he go, she goes full Chandler, get your fruit. <laughs> she says this toxic thing is over I'm done I'm not in love with you anymore I have a life to start living and you're not gonna be in it and then she kicks him out and he's still like what what and she shuts the door and you know he can hear her and she goes like he's on the side door like what the fuck what? but she's very relieved <laughs> Sometimes you just need closure. Yep. And now she has it. That guy is a scumbag. <laughs> so she rushes to get ready and get to Arthur's, and she's all excited about this upcoming night. And he says she's a knockout, and he gives her a corsage. Which I thought was sweet. Yeah. He says, sorry I'd if it's it. corny or if it ruins your outfit. And she says, I like corny. I'm looking for corny in my life. He <laughs> says, "What? last time I was on a date, this is what we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is nice. So they get there, and it's quiet, which is what Arthur expected. <laughs> and then they say, oh, you're here. And they open the door and announce his presence, and the crowd goes a little wild. Everybody. <laughs> and Elaine cried. Stand up. <laughs> Elaine, at this point, is taking off her glasses, and she's rubbing, like, are you crying? You wear glasses? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you crying? <laughs> the you first okay? time I watched it, I didn't cry, but the second time, I can understand it. <laughs> well, I where some, Elaine I cried. cat allergies. When, because he's just such a sweet old man, and he thought no one was going to be there, and there's all those people, and they're clapping, and they're just so excited because of him, and it's just, <laughs> and he's so overwhelmed. Now we know Elaine's favorite scene. Huh? And then, <laughs> really, really gets into things she enjoys. And then he gets all the way you to the though. front, and everybody's been cheering, but now he has to walk up the steps, and he looks like... <laughs> but then his theme music starts playing and then he, he runs up the stairs he practically <laughs> yeah. runs up the stairs he runs up the stairs like he was Rocky <laughs> he I'm not talking like early Rocky 1 this is like Rocky 3 Rocky. if he didn't make it up fast he wasn't making it up Yeah, <laughs> that's probably that's true. true but uh, Miles has arrived and he runs to sit by Iris. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Apologizes for being late and tells her he's done with Maggie. It's over. And he wants to take her out for New Year's Eve. 
And she's like, I'll be in England for New Year's Eve. He says, hmm. I've never been to England. But I always wanted to go to England. If I come, will you go out with me? And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she gives him a little kiss kiss. <laughs> now he knows he's got to spend money, money, or she's going to be piss, piss. <laughs> so the car has arrived to take Amanda to the airport. She and Graham say goodbye, but they have decided that maybe they'll see each other, maybe they won't, they're not going to define it. So she says, I'm going to give you a kiss and I'm going to say, I'll be seeing you. And then she leaves, and in the car, she starts to cry. Oh, oh. Two, two, two whole tears. <laughs> and then she's so like happy. <laughs> there should have been weeping. I'm yeah. wondering if Cameron Diaz can cry. Because, like, because she, two tears, that's all she, she should have been a little bit weepier before she had the happy revelation. Maybe that's that all she had in her. Her heart is not the Grinch's heart in the tiny <laughs> little thing. Three it sizes. Three sizes. <laughs> Once this she time. got in the car. Okay. It grew three sizes. One size for Graham, one size for Olivia, and, and one, one size, size for Sophie. <laughs> so she's so Can't happy. see me, but I'm shaking my head in disapproval. She's so happy to cry that she has the driver turn around. <clears throat> and he says, did you forget something? And she's like, yes. And then she's like, can you go faster? And he says, no. And she says... Okay, and she gets out of the car and makes a run for it. Again, she's in heels. heels. <laughs> she's the dumbest person. First of all, there's no way that she could run faster than that car can no. get up that country lane. Second of all, I like how she kept having to stop because she was getting that day. <laughs> I appreciated yeah, that. Was, that, that. Was funny. that was real. <laughs> that was funny. And three, when she ran across that field, she should have stepped in cow poo. You <laughs> <laughs> did have a cow. Well, that it wasn't his fun. field, but it was, <laughs> she cut through the field. Yeah. But um, she gets to the house, and she's looking for him, and he comes around the corner, and he has been weeping. <laughs> yes, because he's the weep. Because I'm Graham, and Graham is me, and we're <laughs> So she says, well, I was thinking that there's no reason for me to go home before New Year's. I mean, I don't necessarily have a date but you did tell me that you love me so I feel like I have a date and he says I'll have the girls on New Year's Eve and she says that sounds perfect and then we cut to New Year's Eve and everybody's at Graham's house Graham and Amanda and the girls and Miles and Iris and they're having a little dance party Arthur couldn't make it (laughs) well Probably not the safest idea. <laughs> so, I mean, there was the post-credit flatulent scene. <laughs> no, there was no post-credit scene. <laughs> they danced the movie out. and it, yeah. oh. Tony was like, who, who, that's not real. I was like, my family does that. <laughs> There's dance parties at my sister's house with the kids on the regular. <laughs> Me and Cross dance around. When we were kids, we dance partied all the time. He's like, your dad didn't. I was like, no, but the rest of us did. <laughs> oh. Well, sometimes my mom just walk up to you and start dancing with you for no reason when there's no music. (laughs) We're just weird. But we have fun. Me and Cross have dance parties. Gwen is not a big dancer and John is not a big dancer either. But me and Cross have dance parties. I'm a phenomenal dancer. Thank you very much. But you won't dance. (laughs) You don't want to play. You don't dance. (laughs) You know a friend of mine. That's why Carly's my best friend, not you. Carly would dance with me if I was having a dance party. I dance with you all the time. Whenever we go to weddings, I dance. I almost 
see, he went to weddings, and I was going to yell the horizontal lamotta not <laughs> But he, but he went to weddings. So Tony and I have been to two day, two weddings together, and both times we were like, we're going to dance together because we never have. Oh, and the first time he was in the wedding, and it just didn't. We didn't have a time. And the second time, there was no music at all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I feel like we should get off of this and get on to what we're doing here. Even the wedding nope. we went to where I thought the music was terrible, we still danced. But I'm like, we've been to two weddings together, and Well, still... there's always the next wedding. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe yours. Do we know anybody Tony who's going to get married? <laughs> I have high hopes for DJ. Well, that would be nice. DJ, we, at your wedding, we're all, if you better invite us, because if you don't, we're crashing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to dance. That would be a, I don't know. You could get married again. Eh. Tony Swift. <laughs> Aaron's wedding? Are no, they going to be dancing at Aaron's I wedding? I hope so. I hope so. Is Aaron getting married? Yes, but I don't know how his family feels about dancing. All right, why don't we, why don't, why don't <laughs> we talk about that off the podcast, though? Because I'm sure our listeners right. love to hear so about it's Aaron's time for wedding. the best part, yay, nay, or maybe. Yeah, so what'd you think? I'll let you go last. You go ahead. <laughs> oh, you want me to go first? Because uh, we'll get the bad out of the way. <laughs> wow. My least favorite character is Amanda. Because I figured. You can't condone domestic abuse and rape in a character. <laughs> also, she's kind of wish-washy and flaky and... Graham deserves better. Graham deserves better. Okay, he, she's just taking advantage of him. Also, at the end of the movie where she leaves her... Presumably, he's going to quit her job. And she owns the company. She can move it to London. I don't understand why she can't really just work from anywhere. She works out of her house. She can do that anywhere. It's uh, okay it's if she moves. Now. Anyway, she's a bad person, and she's my least favorite character. My favorite character is Arthur. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because he's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, my favorite line is from Arthur. And I'll bring, I will, should have had this brought up, but here it is. Okay. Um, Iris and Arthur. Next boyfriend who just got engaged and forgot to tell me. So Arthur says, so he's a schmuck? <laughs> she says, as a matter of fact, he is a huge schmuck. <laughs> and my favorite scene is where um, Iris finds <clears throat> out that Graham has been sleeping with um, Amanda. Oh, the phone call. The phone call. Yeah. And she's like, you slept with her? He told you? And she's, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing you can do is get into her knickers. Still me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's my favorite scene. In the uh, behind the scenes that I watched, mm -hmm. she was dreading that scene. Um, Iris was. Kate Winslet, because mm -hmm. she was in every single part of it, and apparently leading up to them filming it, it was just like a five pages of phone calls in the screenplay, yeah, and she wasn't allowed to laugh, but leading up to it, they kept referring to it as the three-way phone call, and she, like, it was a big joke, and then she had to sit down and do it and be serious the whole time with just straight dialogue and her sitting there. That would be kind of rough, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that. it would be very hard. All right. It turned out well. Yeah, so I'm going to vote no on this. Don't watch this movie. I did, um... <laughs> It's, it's not, in, I mean, this movie's supposed to be one of those where the women are the main characters, and it's supposed to be empowering, but neither one of these women are empowered. While um, Amanda does have a powerful job and she's at a good position in Hollywood, <laughs> she's a horrible person and can't control herself. <laughs> Iris, on the other hand, who also presumably has a very good job, you see she had a nice little office there, mm -hmm. and she writes obituaries, I'm guessing, or wedding no, announcements, sorry. Weddings for major paper. <laughs> for major paper, so good she's for her. She's the same job as... Uh, 
James Marsden does in 27 Dresses. <laughs> that's true. Okay, well, maybe that's just a thing. Um, she can't get over a guy who cheated on her three years ago, so she's not a very strong person either, and it's not a good female role model, and I don't care that it takes... Well, in this movie, she moves on, yeah, but that shouldn't have been a thing. I have a huge rebuttal for this. <laughs> okay. All right, so you go with Nay. I go, go, I go Nay, yeah, but Arthur's awesome, so watch it. If you're going to watch it, just watch the parts with Arthur. <laughs> All right. I guess Tony, you're next. Um, favorite character is Graham. Cause I'll allow it. Before we watched it, he said, favorite character, Jude Law. Favorite line, something Jude Law said. Big Jude Law. <laughs> um, least favorite character, Miles. Jack Black didn't really do much for me. He was just kind of friend zone in it the whole movie. Oh, yeah, there was that, too. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt oh, you there, Tony, but I also got a call bullshit on that, on that forced romance at the end there. Those two fell in love faster than Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I call bullshit. It, made, it was a little. Yeah. Favorite line was um, when she said Shakespeare said journeys end in lovers meeting. I was I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. And the other was uh, when he says uh, she, what she says. I think I think we should have sex. And she's like, is that a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite scene was um, I like the trailer stuff, but it was what what John was talking about with the phone, the three way phone call back and forth. Um, and yeah, I'll yay it. I mean, Ugh. these aren't you know my types of films but I enjoyed it watching it I'd never seen it before never heard of it and I w enjoyed watching it the first time I don't know if how rewatches will go but <laughs> if you want to watch a holiday romantic comedy Love Actually I've seen it he's seen that he's, he's, he does not share our feelings <laughs> Elaine okay <laughs> my favorite character is Iris the virus <laughs> my least favorite character is Manda good job <laughs> okay. My favorite line is said by Ethan. When Amanda and Ethan are having the fight and she first kicks him out of the house and shuts the door and you can hear and he's still yelling at her and he says you never really wanted to be a couple. You resist it in your own way. It's hard to detect how you do it because no one is as smart as you. <laughs> which I laugh which I think is really funny. But he did. Good for Ethan. Yes. <laughs> so I love this movie. I watch it a lot. Um, and you won't be watching it anymore. This oh. is not... So this is not a, empower, a woman are powerful, empowering movie. This is a romance. Women don't want super powerful feminist roles in a romance movie. We want real women that we are like every day. Mm -hmm. The character of Amanda, I feel, is a gender-swapped kind of character. This is the typical man character is now a woman, and the Jude Law character is a typical woman character, and they've made it a man. I don't care for their storyline as much. I love this movie because of Iris and Miles, because Iris is a woman that I've met. <laughs> I know this woman. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I am this woman. <laughs> at different, you know, this is a person I know. And when I, I read a lot of romance novels, when you read a romance novel, you want a character that has things that is you. Mm -hmm. And this woman is woman. Mm -hmm. And she meets this, she has this man that she can't get over, and then she meets this other man who's just nice to her. Mm -hmm. And funny and friendly, and Jack Black, I think, it could have been any actor. I yeah, think it would have been fine. Be. I enjoy this Jack Black in this because I enjoy him as a secondary character. I think he can't carry his I just own thought movie, he was kind of wasted good. in this. You know what yeah. I mean? He didn't do anything that, you know... This if he'd is had a different role for him. End, maybe. And I think he was trying to branch out into other yeah, types yeah, yeah, of roles, yeah. and he didn't quite do it. But I think he's good in this. 
My he was favorite better in scene <laughs> when the movie was written, it was with these actors in mind. Yeah. Like she wrote that role for Jack Black. Yeah. My favorite scene is when they're at Miles's house and he's writing the melodies. Yeah. And I just and when he says, I wrote one for you too, I find that so romantic. He says, Iris, if you were a melody, and he plays it, and he's like, I used only the good notes. And it just, <laughs> it's it romantic really to sweet. me. And I love that. And I just, I think this is a good, I don't think it's a romantic comedy. No. I think it's a romance, and that's a different type of movie, and that's why it's so good. Mm. <laughs> Elaine is a yay. Okay. <laughs> Carly, bring us home. Okay. My favorite <laughs> <She's excited. laughs> character is also Iris, basically for the same reason. You may not want to write that. I again. find that uh, she she put it between the maybe and the. <laughs> I find I'll just draw a little arrow. I find her, her for those very relatable real, as well. Real quick before, because I yelled it out and now I got to explain it. So Elaine, every podcast writes down what everybody did, yay, nay, or maybe, and. <laughs> So she wrote Carly under the yay column before she had given her speech. But she did write it halfway between the yay and maybe. So I guess no matter how we go, she's pretty sure she's not going to nay it, but just draw an arrow, I guess. So my favorite character is Iris for the same reasons. She's a very relatable character. She's just a nice, good person, and she wants to be treated well, And she, but she lets people walk all over <clears> her, and she gets hung up on things. And So I really liked her as a character. My least favorite character, I don't know, Jasper, probably. <laughs> Jasper is a tool. Yeah. Jasper was my number two. Poor Rufus is pretty terrible. Um, my favorite line is when Jack Black says he always falls for the bad girl, and she says, you didn't know she was bad. He says, I, didn't know, I knew she wasn't good. And my favorite scene... I'm all over the place here. <laughs> Everything I say has different characters in it. My favorite scene is when Amanda wakes up... Um, hungover, and she's all horrified. And the reason I like that scene so much is Jude Law in that scene because he's he thinks it's hilarious, and you it's obvious that he thinks it's, it's hilarious. a good scene. It's, <laughs> I enjoy a good French farce. That's why Frasier is so good because that is basically most of those episodes yeah. are a French farce. We oui, we. Oui. <laughs> and I'm gonna give the movie a yay. Oh, oh it's a shocker. <laughs> Let me draw an arrow so everyone knows Carly so is firmly knows. in the yay. Everybody will know because they're looking at your notebook. <laughs> well, somebody's got to keep track. <laughs> right. All right. So next week on the podcast is... No. no. Oh, yeah, you're right. Shit. You're right. Christ. I feel like it's been a while since we recorded and I forgot my shit. All right. So please find us at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs and on Twitter at unmovie podcast. You can email unmovie podcast at gmail.com. Find us anywhere you find podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review, check us out. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. So now we'll say next week on the podcast is Elaine's pick. Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland from 1989. All right, we're going way back. Oh, well. I wonder if they'll have the touch, if they'll have the power. <laughs> it is a cartoon. It's Elaine's first cartoon movie. I'm very excited to finally break the cartoon seal. <laughs> yep. <laughs>